Mandatory mini camp begins for the Buccaneers, and Leonard Fournette comes in a little heavier than expected. Tom Brady is the center of attention as expected, and Jordan Whitehead sounds off on his former team. Let's go. You are Locked On Buccaneers, your daily Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up and welcome to the Locked On Bucks Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. We are your daily podcast covering the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. And we thank you for making us your first listen or view of the day. I am James Yarko, joined by my fantastic co-host, Mr. David Harrison. Both of us cover your Tampa Bay Buccaneers in written form. I'm over at BucksNation.com. David is over at Sports Illustrated's BucksGameDay.com. And of course, we are on Twitter at Locked On Bucks, at JRCO underscore Bucks, and at D Harrison82. And today's episode is brought to you by Blue Nile. Make your moment sparkle with jewelry from BlueNile.com. And Locked On Bucks listeners get $50 off purchases of $500 or more. This podcast exclusive includes engagement rings. So use the code Locked On at checkout. We thank you again for making the Locked On Bucks podcast first listen or review of the day and on tuesday the tampa bay buccaneers got their mandatory mini camp underway james let's just get this out of the way right now uh it's not a big deal to me maybe it's a big deal to you leonard fournette showed up a little bit overweight this is a travesty no not really this doesn't matter at all uh look leonard fournette says that he knows that he's about uh 10 pounds over what his normal playing weight is and and he knows where he needs to get down to and He'll do it. It's it's not a big deal. I mean, when you saw, I guess here's the big thing. Last year, we saw Tyler Johnson come in out of shape, overweight, and it was his second year in the league. And so he doesn't have the track record or the pedigree of being a player who, when the season rolls around, is ready you know, is good to go, knows how to get their body in shape, knows how to get their body in shape, all those things. Leonard Fournette, I'm not worried. He knows he's the guy. He knows where he needs to be to be effective. He's been popping off on social media, on, on Twitter and Instagram, talking about how he's going to get back to, to these ridiculous stats that he had at LSU. Like, the guy's motivated. He's excited to be the starter. It's not a big deal that he's a little bit overweight on day one of mandatory minicamp. I trust that he's going to get to exactly where he needs to be. Yeah. So, uh, you know, perusing social media as we do during these times uh, and during all these things, I saw someone drop the moniker uh, leftover Lenny and, you know, listen, uh, I hope Leonard Fournette has a good sense of humor. I feel like he probably does. So he can probably laugh at that just a little bit as someone myself, James, who tends to come in a little overweight sometimes. Um, I think that he's going to be okay. You can still do your job and do everything you need to do. Leonard Fournette, like you mentioned, he said he's at 240-something uh, right around there right now entering the mini camp, and that his ideal playing weight is somewhere from 230 all the way as down or as low as maybe 228, and that he'll work on on getting there. And, and again, some of that's going to be water weight. Some of that's going to be you know just kind of melted off in, in the Florida sun. But uh, it, it was a story. It was something that a lot of people paid attention to. Uh, and like you, I, I immediately thought back to Tyler Johnson, and like you, I agree that it's not a huge, it's not a big deal. Leonard Fournette is a veteran. He's been through this dance. He's been through this process plenty of times during his career. He knows exactly what's expected of him, and he knows what he expects of himself 
And I think that's the biggest thing is this isn't just a guy who, you know, the team is going to have to get on him. Tom Brady is going to have to get on him. This is a guy who is self-motivated. He's internally driven uh, by his own goals. And those are going to be the things that carry him there. Uh, Todd Bowles telling the media, quote, I don't think anybody is where they want to or where they need to be right now. It's training camp where you need to be where you've got to be, end quote. And I, and I think, and he said more, but that's where I'm going to end it because I think it's a big thing, right? Tyler Johnson last year, if memory is correct, he came to training camp a little overweight, right? He came into training camp a little unprepared uh, for what he was facing. Leonard Fournette, this is mandatory minicamp. It's June, yeah. and, and I don't want to go AI on this, right? But we're talking about mandatory minicamp here. We're talking about a three-day stretch. We're not talking about the six-week you know, uh, uh, death march that is training camp for these players, and we're certainly not talking about the actual season. Yeah, not at all. And and like I said, you know, Fournette, he has that pedigree. He has the trust from the coaching staff, and, and as you just pointed out, Todd Bull says that nobody's where they need to be, and, well, that's because they've been off since January outside of some voluntary – you know, workouts and, and things like that, that not all these players attended. And and if memory serves, Leonard Fournette was not part of, of the group that showed up at OTAs or, or the mm-hmm. voluntary workouts or, or anything like that. So it's nothing to worry about. And, and shout out to Adam Davies. Uh, you know, his, his comment just popped up. Hopefully it's not Lenny Lacey. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, nobody, nobody wants to see that, but yeah, yeah this, you know, when you have a proven veteran, when you have a proven commodity in the NFL, it's really not a big deal. It's different when it's training camp, not yeah. mandatory minicamp. Yeah, and, and again, I mean, and, and even just looking at the processes of this thing, like Leonard Fournette had gone to the team PR to Chris King or whoever and said, hey, listen, you know, I, I understand what people are saying. Don't put me at the mic today. You know what I mean? Let me let me talk, you know, tomorrow or at the end of the week or whatever. Uh, let me, you know, kind of avoid this for a minute. They probably would have let him do that right like Leonard Fournette wasn't booked by the National Football League to talk today and it was mandatory or he was going to get fined uh you know a-, a la Marshawn Lynch or anything like that like he I would say he chose to speak today he might have been asked or requested to speak today but he went up there knowing that he was going to get asked those questions and speaking of questions James we're going to take questions here on this live episode of the Locked on Bucks podcast mainly in segment three but you know what we've got an early one here you mentioned Adam let's go ahead and get the ball rolling maybe we can inspire some other juices this is going to be a predictive one which we don't 100% like doing in June, but you know, superlatives never hurt anything or anybody. So Adam wrote, Hey guys, Adam from Bucks UK here. Great group. I got a question for you both. Who do you think will get the most interceptions for the Bucks this year? James, last year, I famously predicted Ross Cockrell. That famously didn't even come close to happening. Uh, I'm not going to go with Ross Cockrell this year, but who, you, who do you got right now here in June for this question? Oh, this is tough. Um, I'll I'll go with Antoine Winfield Jr. And if I'm right, I'm gonna brag about it. And if I'm wrong, I'm just gonna be like, oh, that was June. It was June. It was. What, <laughs> you can't hold me the predictions in June. Yeah, absolutely. I'm gonna go with Sean Murphy Bunting. I believe in the bounce back. Oh, I believe yeah. in the comeback. You know what I mean? Back like he never left. Don't call the comeback. Got a little cool J. All those things. I'm going with Sean Murphy Bunting because just like you, uh, it's June and nobody's gonna remember this, especially not Adam. I'm sure he's not taking screenshots or. Uh, receipts. Well, screenshots aren't going to help you because it's not on the screen, but I'm sure that Adam is not taking the receipts. Appreciate the question, though, Adam, and all of you in the live chat. If you've got more questions, make sure you drop them down there. We'll get to as many as we can during this episode, including more observations coming from Buccaneers minicamp. Uh, an absent rookie, another making his mark early. And, you know, of course, we got to talk about Tom Brady. But before we do that, we're going to talk about BlueNile.com. 
You can celebrate all of life's special moments from creating the custom engagement ring of her dreams to gifting a classic and timeless jewelry piece, all at prices you won't find at a traditional jeweler. Whether you're ready to pop the question or you're celebrating a milestone moment, find jewelry as unique as her with the modern convenience of online shopping at BlueNile.com. Build the engagement ring of her dreams or celebrate life's special moments with fine jewelry. No matter what you're looking for, Blue Nile has jewelry experts on hand 24-7. Make your moment sparkle with jewelry from BlueNile.com. And Locked On Bucks listeners get $50 off purchases of $500 or more. This podcast exclusive includes engagement rings. Just use the code Locked On Again, that's code Locked On at BlueNile.com. Plus, every order is insured, ships free, and arrives in discreet packaging that won't give away what's inside. Shop stress-free and find your forever peace. Go to BlueNile.com today. Thanks for making the Locked On Bucks podcast your first listen or your first view every single day if you're joining us over on YouTube where we are currently live. If you're not live with us, then we said that while we were recording. We have an important favor to ask all of you live or otherwise. We've put together a survey so we can learn more about listeners like you and make your favorite Locked On podcast even better. This is your opportunity to tell us what you like and don't like about Locked On Podcast. Go to LockedOnPodcast.com slash survey right now to get started. It won't take you very long, and everyone that completes the survey can qualify for a chance to win one of 10 $100 Ticketmaster gift cards. To take our audience survey, go to LockedOnPodcast.com slash survey. Thank you ahead of time for your help. My boss, James, at BucksGameDay.com. Logan Robinson is in Tampa Bay covering, or is in Tampa, covering the mandatory minicamp this week. So I thought we'd share some of his observations directly from the ground level and dive into them. Again, keeping in perspective like we just did with Adam's question, that it is still June. So first up, Tom Brady. He's got to be a point of conversation. He was a point of conversation for everybody that stepped up uh, to the mic to speak to media after the practice. Not going to read all the quotes because there's just honestly too many to read. But Todd Bowles said that Brady looks good and feels good, that he's not surprised Bowles isn't, that he came into minicamp in shape and ready to go. Ryan Jensen confirmed that Brady called him ahead of unretiring, quote-unquote, uh, and that he loved the energy on day one, that having Tom back on the field immediately made things more competitive. Leonard Fournette said that he knew Brady wasn't going to go out uh, with that loss to the Rams, something that many fans felt like we talked about, certainly on this show in the early stages of the offseason. So out of those or anything else you might have heard yourself, James, which Brady-related nugget stands out the most to you following day one? Uh, I'm going to go with one that uh, you did not mention, but I'm sure those that are on Twitter saw it. Uh, and if you're not, uh, please excuse my language that is about to come up. But it was uh, when Leonard Fournette was talking about how he was visiting the New England Patriots and he got a call from Tom Brady that said, hey, man, what is your ass doing up there? Um, so I would say at, at that moment, Lenny probably had a little inkling that Brady was probably going to come back or maybe he thought that Brady still has a little bit of a, a grudge against his old team or, you know, a combination of the two. But uh, yeah, that was probably my, my favorite moment. Cause I could just, I can hear Tom saying that and it's just, it's fantastic. Yeah, it's, it's definitely good stuff. And obviously a very, a very key sign to uh, Leonard Fournette, at least if not the entire team that he was probably on his way back if he's concerned with where his teammates or potential former teammates are are visiting during the offseason. Uh, speaking of running backs, talk about Leonard Fournette, rookie running back Rashad White, absent to start the minicamp uh, for a personal reason. So I don't think anybody's going to begrudge the rookie for being absent for a personal reason, whether it's family-related or literally just himself personal. 
uh, reason. The team excused him. Todd Bowles excused him. So if the team can you know, excuse him for practice, certainly we can all give him a pass as well. Todd Bowles does expect him uh, to be on the field Wednesday, which is going to be big, getting to work with Tom Brady for the first time, getting in there with Leonard, getting some of that veteran tutelage uh, via observation and whatever leadership Leonard decides uh, to, to install onto Rashad White. How big a deal is it to you that Arizona State running back Rashad White missed even one day, one opportunity to work out with Tom Brady? You're going to bring up that he went to Arizona State every single Absolutely. opportunity that you get. Every single All right. episode. All right. Uh, it is not a big deal. It really, truly isn't, especially if there was a personal reason behind it. Um, you know, I'm sure, you know, if if Brady was going to hold a grudge against somebody for missing mandatory minicamp, it wouldn't be for something that was excused for personal reasons. It would be somebody who just flaked or just didn't show up. <coughs> Gronk. Um, but look, I mean, Rashad White has been there already. He was a participant in the rookie camp. He was a participant in OTAs, missing one day with Tom Brady. Again, we're talking about mini camp in June, not training camp in August. It's not going to be a big deal. Uh, how much work he would have even gotten with Brady uh, is, is a completely different question. I mean, maybe he only would have had 10 snaps with Brady on day one. It's really not a big thing. Rashad has an opportunity to start to establish himself now when he returns on Wednesday, but it's going to be training camp where he's going to prove his worth to the team. He's going to prove his worth to Brady. Um, and he's going to be able to establish himself at, you know, in the pecking order of running backs. He's not going to pass Leonard Fournette. I, I think we're both pretty confident in saying that, but he does have the opportunity to pass up Keyshawn Vaughn to pass up Gio Bernard and and establish himself as the number two running back on this team and if that's the case then he's going to get plenty of work with Brady during those practices and during training camp and he's going to get his opportunities there because it's the only way he's going to earn that spot and then we'll we'll see where it goes from there missing the first day with an excused absence for mandatory minicamp not a problem yeah, absolutely. I mean, for, from a knee-jerk reaction standpoint, a hot take reaction, again, excused by the team. And that's kind of why I laid that on a little bit thick, because I just want to make sure that everybody understands this isn't a guy who just you know woke up late or something and was held off the practice field uh, for, for day one. This is this is a real-life situation. You know, all, As human beings, we all have things uh, that come up from time to time that we need to deal with. So I just, again, laying that on a little bit thick on purpose for those reasons. Uh, from a professional development standpoint of the player, I don't think it's not a, a deal at all. Like, I mean, any chance you have as a rookie to work with your starting quarterback, especially when it's uh, Tom Brady, you want to take advantage of that opportunity. But it's not a big deal, uh, kind of like what you said there. And and talking about making an, an impression moving forward, Todd Bowles talked again uh, to me. He mentioned how many snaps these younger guys, these unproven guys, have already gotten through some of the OTAs and through some of the workouts and everything. So Rashad White has already had the opportunity to make an impression on some of the people that matter, right? The coaches, his teammates, veterans that have been around for the OTA phases and, and, the, and the other volunteer voluntary parts of the workout. And those 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 observations are going to make their way back to Tom Brady. And you go to Ryan Jensen talking about having Tom back on the field and what it does for the atmosphere and the energy and the speed of play and everything. Well, Ryan has also been working out with Rashad White, right? He's been on the field. He's seen him. He's seen what the rookie can bring to the field. So those words are also going to get in there. Another Rookie James that that uh, that Ryan Jensen has been seeing a lot of his defensive end Logan Hall, the first pick by the Buccaneers in the 2022 NFL Draft, second round pick after trading out of the first round. 
Uh, simply, I mean, Ryan said more, but the quote I'm going to use here, James, Ryan Jensen simply called Logan Hall, quotes the real deal. What do you think about that? Uh, he's not the first person to say that either. If if everyone remembers, uh, what was it, about a week and a half, two weeks ago, when Warren Sapp was out there on the field uh, working with some of the defensive linemen, he heaped praise upon Logan Hall. Absolutely loved that kid after that practice where, where he was working with him one-on-one and, and working with the defensive linemen as a whole. And, and I, I spoke about it on a, on a solo episode. Uh, again, it was a couple of weeks ago, but Logan Hall seems to be impressing every single person that he gets in front of, whether that's a teammate, a coach, a hall of fame, defensive tackle, whoever it is, Logan Hall is impressing. So David, I'm stoked to see this guy work when, when we're at training camp and, and I'm excited to see what he can do on the football field. But so far, a lot of the, um, a lot of the speculation, a lot of the praise that's, that's being thrown around on, on him. It, it makes it seem like the Bucks got one heck of a football player. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, look, you know, some of this could be taken as a teammate hyping up another teammate uh, and just kind of supporting his guy and all those things. But James, I, I go back to uh, our our last exclusive conversation with Ryan Jensen here on the Locked On Bucks podcast, uh, which was a while ago now. Uh, for those of you who've been watching the Buccaneers for a while, we talked about Caleb Beninock at that time. So that shows you how long it's been since we've had Ryan on the show. Maybe that's a sign that we need to invite Ryan back on the show, I think, uh, James. Actually, maybe I'll make a note here to call his agent after we get done tonight. But uh, we asked him about Caleb, right? Because Caleb was kind of a question mark at the time. We didn't really know what he was going to turn into, the potential and all that. And what did Ryan say? I mean, this isn't a direct quote, but I'm basically paraphrasing. He's like, ah, you know, he's young. He's at time. You know, if he can get it together, da, da, da. Not saying anything bad, but really not saying anything good either. So Ryan Jensen coming out here and saying that Logan Hall is, quote, unquote, the real deal. Ryan, he knows how to choose his words. He knows what the media is going to do with things. And the more press there is on Logan Hall, the more what? The more pressure there is on Logan Hall. So Ryan Jensen's not going to say these things, just kind of throwing them out there. They're not throwaway lines. If Ryan Jensen is saying this about this guy, he means it. And it's huge because just like you mentioned with training camp, Todd Bowles said that, you know, Logan Hall and Akeem Hicks, they're really going to have this kind of training camp battle to figure out who the quote unquote starter is, even though they expect to use all of them, uh, all their defensive linemen uh, in a certain type of rotation or package. But as far as who is the main guy there with Vita Vey and William Golston, they're going to have to battle that out in camp. And it looks like Logan Hall, I don't know if he has a head start, but he certainly has a very good start uh, to his rookie season. Yeah, it's it's definitely going to make that defensive line a formidable one. Uh, you know, with with Hicks and and if Hall is going to reach some of the expectations now that people are going to start having about him, uh, I'm excited. I'm excited. And and look, we mentioned Hall, we mentioned Hicks. Uh, you know, we've mentioned Rashad White. Now this team looks a little bit different this year compared to last year. And uh, one of the players that is no longer sporting Bucks colors recently spoke about his final season with the team. We're going to get into that in just a moment. But first, don't you love chewy, chocolatey brownies? What about a caramel brownie with caramel swirled on top? That is my personal preference because it's delicious. But what if I told you that you can have all that chewy, chocolatey deliciousness plus 17 grams of protein? You are in luck because caramel brownie bars are available at built.com 
right now. And you have to move fast because they are a favorite and they will run out. You don't want to be left uh, standing out in the rain and uh, not get a chance to eat these fantastic bars. Forget about dessert. They're better than dessert. Plus, the macros are unreal. 130 calories, 17 grams of protein, only 4 grams of sugar. You can replace a regular brownie with Bilt's Caramel Brownie Bar in a heartbeat. The best part, Caramel Brownie Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. With Bilt, you don't have to sacrifice tasty for healthy. You can have both. There are a million reasons that you should try Built Bars, but for now, let's just say that Caramel Brownie will rock your world, and that is not an understatement. Go to Built.com. Use promo code LOCKED15. You're going to get 15% off your order. Again, promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Wrapping things up here on the Wednesday edition of the Locked On Bucks Podcast Tuesday. For those of you joining us live on YouTube, we appreciate all of you. And something that Jordan Whitehead apparently appreciates is the fact that he is not in Tampa anymore. He has made some comments regarding his former team. And uh, to say he was unhappy would be an understatement. And look, Jordan Whitehead has made some vague remarks about his time in Tampa on Twitter. You know, kind of those cryptic tweets where he's like subtweeting the Buccaneers. Um, But he has made it very clear that he is glad to be on a new team. Whitehead on Wednesday following practice with the New York Jets said, quote, I'm a team player, but I was frustrated. I would come out on third down. You know, sometimes I I just felt like I was making enough plays and I was being a leader on the team. It just felt like I should have been in the game. I'm a team player and it's a team first mentality, but I definitely was frustrated. I think anybody would be, end quote. So, David, I know. Yeah, because I I tweet from the Bucks Nation account on game days, and I basically do play-by-play. And I remember how much praise I was heaping upon Jordan Whitehead throughout the season. Do you feel that, that, you know, this is kind of justified? Like, what are your thoughts on, on Jordan Whitehead in this situation now? You know, I, I don't, I don't think that Jordan is correct in his, his, his assertion that he was underused by the, by the Buccaneers defense. You know, I get his wanting to be on the field and I appreciate his competitive spirit uh, to wanting to be, you know, the guy to kind to kind of make the play and to do a little bit of an internal crossover here. Those of you who know that I also cover the Washington commanders, uh, commanders head coach Ron Rivera has a saying that he loves the play doesn't care who makes it. And, and that's something that I think Jordan kind of has to understand uh, in these types of situations, I mean, if it happens with the Jets, he's not in with with Tampa anymore, so it doesn't matter from from a pass standpoint. But you know, it's the coach's job, the coordinator's job, Todd Bowles, Bruce Aarons, all those guys to decide which players best suit what they're about to do, what they're trying to do, and what the game situation calls for. It's Jordan's job, and 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 you know, Adams and and Whitehead or uh, Whitehead Winfield and Carlton Davis and all those guys to go out and execute to the best of their ability you know players you know just like everybody you know we all kind of look above us and say like i know what that person should be doing or i know what i would do in their position so i get it you know what i mean i don't really have a problem with what he said i just think he needs to kind of understand the coaches are are there for a reason as well uh and that team first mentality should take precedence which uh, i don't think jordan meant to really be you know completely negative uh, about what he said but i mean the bottom line is james 
2021, Jordan White was third on the Buccaneers defense in snaps. He played on nearly 70% of all opportunities. The only defensive back that outsnapped him was Antoine Winfield Jr. Uh, he played 265 more snaps than the next safety on the list, which is Mike Edwards. So, you know, second place, and then he held that second place lead by a very, very, very wide margin. Uh, he was on the field for nearly 800 snaps last year, fourth on the team in tackles, five tackles for losses, two interceptions. Look, Jordan Whitehead, I think nationally, outside of Tampa, outside the fan base, very underrated player. But I think within the fan base, and I think within you know the likes of us, the pewter reports of the world, I think Jordan Whitehead got plenty of love while he was in Tampa. My apologies, I was muted. Uh, yeah, he parlays that into a, a two-year deal with the Jets, uh, worth up to $14.5 million. About half of that was guaranteed. And, and look, Todd Bowles, you know, wasn't thrilled that Jordan Whitehead left. Uh, you know, after Whitehead signed with the Jets, he said, quote, Jordan was a great player for us, an even better person. He was like a nephew to me, and I'll miss him immensely. So, I mean, and, and to be fair to Jordan, he even said that he's, you know, on Twitter, he said, I still have love for all of my Bucks people. Um, you know, but he was disappointed in, in some situations. And, you know, he now has an opportunity elsewhere where he can, you know, if, if he can take off in New York, he could become a superstar overnight. Even when the Jets are bad, you're still in the biggest media market in the nation. So if you're out there, you know, grinding and, and making big time plays, you know, Jordan Whitehead has the opportunity to become a star in this league. And I wish him all the best. And, and I know he's sick of talking about the Buccaneers and he's ready to move on to the next phase of his career. And, you know, best of luck to him. So, uh, David, we do have one more question from our buddy, Adam. Let's go ahead and get to that. And uh, Adam says, I got another one. Do you think we need to see much of Blaine Gabbert in preseason? Shouldn't Trask get the large majority of preseason snaps? In my opinion, we know what we've got with Blaine. David, I'll kick it over to you first. Uh, I'm going to answer this as, as about on the fence as I can probably get with it. I think, yes, we need to see a lot of Kyle Trask. I want to see a lot of Kyle Trask, especially during these joint practices, Tom is going to get plenty of work against the Miami Dolphins in joint practice. He's going to get plenty of work against the Tennessee Titans in joint practice when he can't be hit. Keep him on the sideline in the preseason games where he can be hit. Put out there, put Kyle Trask out there. But you do need to see Blaine Gabbert. Blaine, if, if he has to come in and knock on wood that he never has to come in outside of a blowout scenario, but if Blaine has to come in, it's for a, probably a pretty bad reason, right? I'm not even going to speak it into existence. You want him to have some some continuity and some feel for those guys. So, you know, again, they could do that in the joint practices as well, give him some reps with the ones, you know, in, in joint practices and and solve it that way, sure. Um, but, you know, you do need Blaine, even though the team and, and we as a group around the Buccaneers feel like we know what Blaine Gabbard is, and I agree with you on that. I do think you need to see that real-world rep uh, count just because you want to get as much practical exercise as you can uh, from your backup quarterback. Yeah, I, I agree with you 100%. Outside of, of probably that third preseason game where they're probably still going to treat it as the dress rehearsal, starter, starters will play the first half, maybe even into the third quarter. I want the first two preseason games, 75% of the snaps need to be Kyle Trask. Minimum. Bare minimum. Give me one drive from Brady. Give me two 
two series max of Blaine Gabbert. Like like Adam said, we know what what the Bucks have in Blaine Gabbert. Trask needs as many snaps and as many opportunities as he can possibly get. Because once you get into the regular season, if Kyle Trask is seeing the field, there is a serious, serious problem. And and David, we are like a five alarm fire on this show five days a week. So yeah, give me all the Trask that we can possibly get in preseason. In fact, that third preseason game, first half is Brady, second half, all Trask. We don't even need to see Blaine Gabbard in uh, in the third preseason game. Just as much opportunity and work as you can get for Kyle Trask, I think is going to be the absolute best thing for him. With that, we are going to get out of here. Thank you to all of our live stream viewers. Thank you to all of you in the chat asking the questions. Shout out to our guy, Adam, from the UK. Appreciate you jumping in and asking some questions. Uh, hope to see you back in the chat again soon. We thank you for making Locked On Bucks your first listen every day. Now make your second listen the Locked On NFL podcast. Our national NFL experts and insiders keep fans dialed in with the biggest stories and the latest news from around the league because an offseason doesn't equal a break in action. Follow Locked On NFL every day on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. Of course, we will be back on Friday again, down to three shows a week during the month of June. We're going to come at you Monday, Wednesday, Friday. If there's big news, big things going on, of course, we will jump in with a bonus episode. If you want to help generate some of those bonus episodes, send us your topics and your questions to LockedOnBucksPodcast at gmail.com or, of course, by leaving us a voicemail at 813-444-5841. Check out all of David's written work over at Sports Illustrated's BucksGameDay.com. I am still over at SBNationsBucksNation.com. And, of course, follow along on Twitter at LockedOnBucks, at JRCO underscore Bucks, and at DHarrison82. Hope you all have an absolutely outstanding day. Stay safe, stay healthy, wash your hands, be good to one another, fire those cannons. And thank you so much for joining us right here at Locked on Bucks.